What's going on, Bronokio? It's your boy Jerry, the TR Expert Washington, and we've got another episode of the TR Expert Talks. And today we're going to be talking about your core strength. We're we'll going to be talking a little bit about why you should be working your core and how you can work your core. You know, that's a really good topic because I know a lot of people uh, mistaken their core for just their abdominals, but it's so much more than that. We'll be talking about that in today's episode. But before we get into today's episode, you know, I'd really appreciate it if you would share this podcast. You can do it easily by simply telling your friends in person. Just literally tell them about the General Fitness Company cast. Tell them how awesome it is. You can also share it on your uh, social media. You can take a screenshot, post it up. You can uh, copy the link, send it over to your friends via text message or even an email if you're really fancy with it. And if you really want to get fancy, you can take a screenshot, take some audio and put it up on your social media and tell everybody and also have everybody listen to the a little sample of the podcast and they'll be like wow that's really cool <laughs> anyways yeah i really do uh really do hope that you uh share this podcast also if you've already shared it and you've been listening to it for a while and you like it i'd appreciate you leaving a comment and some feedback that would be really great maybe even leave a rating if you're on itunes that would be really awesome of you Anyways, let's go ahead and get the show on the road. Episode number 279 of the TR Expert Talks. Core and more. Lego! Alright, so today we're going to be talking about the core. We're going to be talking about a couple of core exercises, but first we're going to start off by talking about why the core is important. And this is very simple. The reason why your core is important is because, well, everything is attached to your core. You know, like, not only does it house your organs, or the majority of your organs, but it also has everything that in your body connected to it, like your legs, your arms, your neck, and subsequently your head. So everything is connected to your core. So you want to have a strong core so you can support everything, right? And this is something that I just, I thought about recently. You know, it's just like something that you kind of take for granted, but even when you breathe, your core is, in, is engaging. Like, think about this. When you breathe, you're not completely stable. You're not steady at all. Like, your lungs are, in, are, in, are expanding. Your diaphragm is moving. So, like, and there's probably a few other things that I'm forgetting. But just those two things alone, like, that's going to make your core move. That's going to make your core expand and subsequently have to contract. And because of that, like, your spine can be compromised. Your neck can be compromised. Your hips can be compromised. Like, if you're not strong in your core even breathing can be a problem and i'm sure if you had any kind of spasms anywhere before like especially in your back you've probably experienced that that whole issue with like breathing being an being an issue for your core like if you have no people and i've had this happen to me myself like i threw up my lower back about like four or five years ago and i had a real issue breathing like it, it was like hard to breathe i had to take like shallow breaths because I, I was too scared to move my body too much because it would hurt my back. So as I was saying before, if you don't have a strong core, you're gonna experience dysfunctions in the way you move and those dysfunctions will lead to injury. So you wanna make sure that you are as strong as possible on your right and left sides, make that as balanced as possible, as well as the front and back sides because a lot of people, when they think of core, they think about just their abs. Like that is like a common misnomer. Everybody's like, I'm gonna work my core. And all they do is like, not all they do, but maybe they'll do like some crunches, some sit-ups, Maybe some, some leg lifts on the Roman chair. Maybe even a plank. And a plank is actually good because it works your whole core. But most people, when they think core, they think of like ab exercises. But your core is so much more than that. And just the reason why I'm mentioning this is because 
if you only work your abs, you're opening yourself up to an imbalance, which again, as I said before, can lead to an injury. For example, like if your abs are too tight, right? If your abs are so tight that it's pulling on your lower back, you're going to feel, you know, obviously you're going to feel that. You're going to feel your abs pulling on your lower back and you're going to have some pain in your lower back and you're going to have some pain in your mid back because your body's trying to make sure that your spine stays intact. Your body's trying to make sure your head doesn't fall forward. Your body's trying to make sure your, your, your extremities are staying in place. And the, obviously the important parts too are staying in place. So you want to make sure that when you're working your core, it's not just your abs. It's not just your chest. It's not just your lower and upper back. You want to work the whole torso and maybe even your hips because even though like technically that's not your core, that's not your torso, it still has a lot to do with the way you move. And so if you can make sure that you have stability in your hips as well as in your, your, your pelvic floor, in your abs, in your back, well, then you're going to be ahead of the game because you're going to be, you're going to be able to move your body through space without having to worry about injuring your body as you move it through space because of the fact that you have an imbalance. Now, a lot of people don't even realize they have an imbalance. They just think about, oh, I have like my back is bad or I have a bad lower back or I have bad shoulders. But all those things are caused by poor posture or poor movement uh, in your in your system. Obviously, posture will be the uh, the static way that you're, you hold your, your, your body and, you know, movement would obviously be the <laughs> the way that your body moves through space. So one thing uh, I, I, I want to start off with when, we come to, when it comes to exercises uh, for your core is shoulders. Now, you don't really, as again, we don't really think about the shoulders as your core, but the shoulders play a huge part in your core because obviously uh, having st- strong enough shoulders can keep you upright, first of all. Second of all, it can keep your head from like going everywhere because you'll have strong enough shoulders and a strong enough neck. And obviously, uh, if you don't have those things, a lot of people I know, at least a, a few clients that I've worked with in the past, when they have like poor posture when it comes to like upper back and shoulders, well, then that turns into uh, a lot of neck pain, a lot of upper back pain, shoulder pain. And you can tell this is going to happen for a lot of people because you'll see like they have that forward shoulder posture. They're almost like have like hunched shoulders. And that's because of the fact that their, their neck and their chest is so over or so underutilized and their shoulders and back is so overutilized because you know there's because you know if you're sitting at a desk which is what is which causes a lot of people's poor posture at least when it comes to their shoulders and if you have poor posture and like you're hunched at a desk you have to use your shoulders and your neck and your upper back to keep you from like falling forward so that's going to cause a lot of stress on your lower back because the upper back is going to be recruiting muscles and it's going to be pulling on other parts of your core and those parts of the core that it's going to be pulling on are most likely going to be your mid and lower back so to open up your shoulders the exercise that you want to do easiest thing to do is shoulder cars now one shoulder car is really easy all you have to do is just literally try to make your arm go in a circle up over your head behind your body back down to your hips and again in front of you so essentially what you're doing is you're making a big arm circle but you don't want to just swing your arm in a circle because that's not really controlled as uh, if you remember from our previous episodes cars are controlled articulated rotations so you want to like work your arm through that range of motion now that's one way that's a stretch that's kind of like a way to like test your range of motion but one way you can actually increase your main range of motion is what's called pails and rails and essentially that is uh proactive i can't remember what pails and rails stands for that that part is not my expertise in terms of vocabulary i just know what it is for the most part I, but anyways a lot of times i make up my own names for exercises people be like oh that's such and such exercise well i'm like well i call it this <laughs> so uh i'm not exactly i can't exactly remember what pales and rails stands for and i'm not in front of my computer so i can't really quickly look it up and pretend like i knew it the whole time so i would just say that uh pales and rails are essentially 
you having a uh, you stretching with with pressure and you stretching without pressure. So one exercise that you can do now, as I said, the stretch would be like arm circles. But one exercise you can do is like you can put your hand up to the side and against a wall. You push on that wall and then you uh, for you know push on the wall for five seconds. Then you relax and then you try to step forward and you, you stretch out. And you can kind of repeat that as many times as you want. You can increase the range of motion every time. You'll, let, you'll be able to step forward every time a little bit more until you really reach that maximal point where you just can't move anymore. And then I wouldn't suggest you try to go further than that because then you can cause injury. But essentially, that's what you can do. You put your hand up on a wall. You push into the wall with your hand for about five seconds. You release. And then you step forward. And then you do that for about seven seconds. And you repeat. So that's really good for increasing your range of motion in your shoulders, and that is uh, really good if you have a poor posture in your upper back. Uh, another good exercise that you can do for your core are back extensions. Essentially, it's the easiest thing in the world. All you have to do is just make your back as straight as possible, meaning don't round your shoulders, and literally just bend at the waist. Try to make your body look like the number seven, you know, like where you're standing upright with your legs and you're bowing forward with your torso. Try to make your body as straight as possible. We're at a 90 degree angle with, uh, with your torso in relation to your hips and knees. Back, and then if you just raise your torso up for 10 reps, you'll feel your lower back working. Now, you want to make sure that, as I said, you want to make sure you're doing it with a flat back. Because if you do it with your shoulders rounded, well, then you're actually putting pressure on your spine. Rather than engaging your muscles and making the muscles work and protecting your lower back, what you're doing is actually you're extending your spine. And what happens is that you are leading with your back when you, when you lift your torso up. So you want to make sure that you have a flat back, as flat as you can make it, and just lift yourself up. You know, I would play around with that. You know, maybe do it 20 times a day, maybe more, maybe less. But just kind of feel it out. You know, get your lower back strong because that's important, especially if you're sitting at a desk. Uh, another core strengthening and uh, or another core exercise you can do is a hip flexor stretch. Now, I've talked about this one before. This is super important for those sitters. Uh, you want to just take a knee on the floor, have the other foot in front of you, and literally just sit up tall. That alone should stretch out your hip flexor, especially if you're a person that sits at a desk for more than an hour a day. Most people I know that uh, sit for at least an hour a day, this stretch works for them perfectly. Literally, all you do is put one knee on the floor and one foot in front of you, and you just hold that pose. I guarantee you'll feel a stretch in your hips, you know, front of your thighs, and maybe even in your lower back a little bit. You'll maybe feel at least some, some pressure relief. The last and final exercise we'll talk about today is plank. Now, plank I talked about a little bit earlier. Uh, it's a really good exercise for everything. It's a good exercise for your abs, a good exercise for your back, a good exercise for your chest and your shoulders. It works for stability in there. It also works, obviously, your, the muscles in general because it's an isometric contraction of the whole, whole core plus some. So I would suggest those exercises for you today. I would suggest that you really consider that it's important to work your core, not just with uh, working your abdominals, because that's literally just working your abs, but also working your back, your, uh, your shoulders, your chest, and your hips. All right, so that does it for my day. I'll be picking this back up tomorrow. I really do appreciate you listening whenever you're listening. I do hope you're having a good one. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. And as always, keep good company.